and welcome to Black Epics, the podcast dedicated to highlighting successful Black product managers. In today's episode, we're going to do a deep dive on preparing for your next role in product. And who better to do that deep dive than Tanya Edmonds? I met Tanya a few months ago as she was preparing to make a career transition. She was putting in the time, doing the work, and networking. Shortly thereafter, I saw that she got a new role. We're going to discuss that and more in today's episode. All right, let's kick it off with Tanya doing a brief intro of who she is and her path to product. Yeah, so my journey into product is quite interesting and diverse. Um, I have a master's degree in computer science, and but I, while I was studying for my master's degree, I was also interested in education. And um, so I taught a lot of different classes. I did research on education and how students learn computer programming. Um, that led me to actually becoming a high school computer science teacher. Um, so I taught high school computer science at a magnet school in Pittsburgh for a few years, um, then decided I would have a better impact if I was working in industry. So I would be a better role model if I was actually doing the work <laughs> that I was trying to get the students to do. So I transitioned into industry and I was working in healthcare and really enjoyed that. It, well, I was at an innovation hub for a local healthcare system. And, um, oh, I forgot one thing. I also started a pre-college program while I was an undergraduate student. So for about maybe seven, eight years, ran that pre-college initiative where started from the ground up, got all of the funding from outside um, donors and grant making agencies. And the whole goal was just to get black and brown children from the inner city at the University of Pittsburgh and learning what computer science is because Pittsburgh public schools didn't have a lot of computer science, computer engineering classes. So can't forget that piece because I think that's instrumental to how I became a product manager. So yes, going back, degree, master's degree in computer science, started this pre-college program at Pitt. Um, then decided to go and teach high school computer science, then went to industry, worked in healthcare, but my passion was still with education. And there was a company that was on my bucket list called Carnegie Learning. And I had did some research on intelligent tutoring systems and they had developed and had an intelligent tutoring system product that was teaching math to students. Um, so when I was originally applying, they didn't have jobs open, ended up going there as a software engineer working on back end web services. Then the company acquired a computer science education company, and one of my colleagues had recommended me for the role. And this was, I guess, now at least four years ago, four, maybe five years ago. I was very resistant to joining as a product manager because I really didn't understand what a product manager was because I took pride in being an engineer. Mm. <laughs> and um, I had limited perspective as to what a product manager is and their value to the product in the entire life cycle of a product. 
So I was very resistant to it, although I wanted to work on the product. <laughs> so I even had proposed like a joint role where I was like part engineer, part product manager. Then after I thought that through, I was like, that would probably be um, conflict in some sort of way. And it would be hard to manage my time. Long story short, I ended up accepting the role and I managed this computer science product that we had. Eventually, the company decided not to put as much money into computer science education. And so I moved full time to our flagship math product. Um, so I kind of I really just stumbled <laughs> into product management and it started with that computer science product. Um, and really my experience in K-12 computer science education previously really helped to seal the deal for, you know, I knew the users hmm. of that product. I understood how people learn computer programming. I worked as a software developer um, and I understood a little bit of project management, a little bit of design just from being a really vocal engineer. <laughs> so, so I like to say that um, sometimes when you speak up too much, uh, <laughs> someone will invite you to join another team. <laughs> and that's ultimately what happened is I had a lot to say about design decisions and about mm. the products because I was passionate um, and I was an advocate for our learners. And eventually, you know, someone said, hey, Tanya has background teaching computer science. We need a product manager for this product. And she's has a lot of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll give her a try. So I worked as a product manager at Carnegie Learning for, I think, about three and a half years and recently transitioned to MongoDB, where I oversee um, MongoDB University the platform and that is our developer education platform. Perfect. Yeah, I appreciate you going back to how you got to product because it's different for for folks some people they try to get into product and it takes some time and it's it's a journey and then other folks like you mentioned you kind of accidentally got in you're a little bit hesitant but regardless of the journey it's a great place to be I think in terms of a, a career field and you're definitely uh, thriving in product these days you made a recent move as you mentioned to MongoDB let's talk a little bit about how you prepared for that move ah uh, so I had wanted to transition to a different company for about a year and I really wasn't confident in my skills to really just expose myself and do the interview process, mm -hmm. right? Like most people, you apply for the Googles and the Amazons and not everyone, that's not the best fit for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I kept getting recruited probably because I'm a black female. I have <laughs> engineering background and product background. And I think that being let down from some of those larger companies really kind of uh, said, huh, I'm comfortable, I'm content where I am. And eventually I realized after about a year, I said, look, you've been debating making a move. Um, I didn't have the title or the pay that I thought that I deserved. And luckily I had attended a um, virtual conference right when the pandemic hit. And I met who became a mentor to me and she really challenged me. 
like really challenged me and made me get uncomfortable. And she is very experienced. She's more of at the director level, maybe even VP level. And what she said is, she said, I've never applied for a job. I always networked my way into a job. Mm-hmm. So by the time I got the interview, I already knew this was the job for me. And she said it so confidently and matter of factly. <laughs> and I'm like, I want that experience too. So she really coached me. So I think the first thing is I have to acknowledge my mentor mm-hmm. who really helped to give me that motivation to even apply. And what she helped me to do is basically follow this process. Um, there's a book called The Two-Hour Job Search. And in that process, it really focuses on networking. And that's actually how I met you, Gemma, is that, (laughs) you know, I joined Black Product Managers, the Slack group. I joined Women in Product on Facebook and Slack. Um, I was following different newsletters, different groups on LinkedIn, purchased the premium version of LinkedIn so I could get all of those insights. And I networked my butt off. I mean, that became a job. And it wasn't that, okay, I wanted to connect with that person so that they can give me the foot in the door. But I wanted, as much as that company, um, as much as I wanted a new role, that company also needs me. So I wanted to make sure that I was making the right move going to the right team. So I was networking. In that two-hour job interview book, they talk about reaching out to, well, first, making a list of companies that you're interested in working for, right? Maybe based on what you read about them, their values, maybe the location, whatever's important to you. And then within those companies, you rank them based on a set of criteria and start at the top and you find advocates. So you use LinkedIn to find common connections. LinkedIn will tell you, okay, you have three previous coworkers that work at this company or uh, five alumni from University of Pittsburgh that work at this company. So for all of my top companies, I started looking at who am I connected to that I can reach out to reestablish a connection to. So I had that list stacked ranked order, right? Mm -hmm. Basically applying product management principles to my job search. Um, I reached out to these different advocates um, via email, um, LinkedIn Messenger, and some people got back to me, some people didn't. With MongoDB, I reached out to, I stalked all of the websites. Like I Mm -hmm. am very much, you know, As a product manager, I would say I'm customer obsessed. I want to know about my customers and the user journey and the data and all of that. And I was the same way with the job search. So I wanted to know everything about the company. I was reading their blogs. I was looking at Twitter. I was looking at what they post on LinkedIn. Anywhere they're posting content, I was following like my top three to five companies to really understand what do they value, not just what they say. So... um, I found some people that, you know, were alumni from University of Pittsburgh. Well, the first person I reached out to was a PM who recently started at MongoDB and he went to University of Pittsburgh. Didn't know him from a can of paint. So I was so thankful that he took my call and he told me about his experience onboarding. Just so happened he was only about I want to say 30 or 45 days into the job. (laughs) So he can only tell me, but so much. 
And at the same time, I found a person who would be, I would call a stakeholder or a collaborator for this role. Um, and we had some common interests. We were both previously high school computer science teachers. Wow. So I reached out to her and said, hey, we have some common, some things in common. Um, I'm interested in learning more about the university team. Do you mind having a quick chat? The key thing is I didn't go into these meetings with, I want these people to write a referral for me, right? Mm -hmm. Or I want these people to, you know, do something for me. It was really informal. It was, you know, focusing on the team. Like, what is the makeup of the team? These are things they don't really tell you in the interview. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the people interviewing you, they only give you a limited perspective. So when I met with these two people, they gave me the raw, they didn't have any type of bias, right? Mm -hmm. They really gave me insight to the team, the culture, the fit. The one lady, she connected me because she's not a product manager. She connected me with another black product manager. Mm -hmm. And when I met with him, he really sealed the deal for me. You know, again, just reiterating the things that the other two people had said, as well as he was even as open to tell me how much money he made, how much money I should ask for, um, and things like that. So it, it just felt like a very warm and welcoming environment, the type of culture that I could thrive. And then with this particular company with MongoDB, I felt like, hmm, after talking to these people, um, I think this is a good fit for me. And so I asked one of the people to submit a referral because I know that the referral goes to the top of the uh, recruiter list. <laughs> and from there, it was it was on and I got, you know, a phone screen maybe a day or two later and then had the interview process within the next couple of weeks. Nice, nice. And having those informal conversations up front are, are so helpful just to really get a sense of what's important to the company as well before you get into those interviews. And you can already speak a little bit of the language just from the, getting a heads up on, the, on that process. Yeah, it was really helpful because I already knew some of the challenges they were facing on their product team or as a company, and I could speak to those. Um, so it really helped me to hone in for the behavioral questions. What are the things that I want to highlight based on how I understand their team structure and the needs of their team? So it was definitely helpful. And then again, it was a journey. Um, so... I wasn't interested in your company, if, for example, but I just wanted to connect. So mm -hmm. I was also looking for um, mentorship. I was also just looking to interview and have discussions with other product leaders because I realized that in my product role, I was at a smaller company, at a smaller product team. Um, I barely did any networking. Mm. And so I didn't have a network of other product managers. I didn't have a mentor outside of my company. So I was very limited in my perspective. So just reaching out to, you know, you and other people and just talking product and talking about why I want to move and getting, you know, experience their feedback on their interview process and what they like and what really helped them to grow. Some people thrive in larger companies, smaller companies, different types of team makeup. It really helped me to evaluate what's important to me because again, 
I felt like they need me as much as I need them. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure it was a good fit. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that that whole process that you went to to prepare for the role and to even just come up with your criteria and look at which companies that you would prioritize and, and keeping in touch with them and following their updates. I think that'll it'll be pretty useful for folks that are going down that similar path and, and hoping to make a change soon. And now that you are in the role, would love to hear how things are going. How has your onboarding been and how are you feeling? Onboarding has been great. Like I said, I knew what I was getting into. No team is perfect. So it has its opportunities, I like to call it. But I knew that their weaknesses as a team, as a product, was a good match for my strengths, Mm -hmm. right? They were things that I was willing, ready, and prepared to tackle on day one. I'll say that the biggest challenge for me is I went from being a product manager who had part-time interns or part-time employees that were direct reports, but again, only working like 20, 15 to 20 hours a week to being a senior product manager that had a direct report. So that direct report requires energy and mentorship from me, as well as trying to onboard to and understand the product in my customers. Um, So I have a very clear plan on, you know, what I'm accomplishing in 30, 60, 90 days. And I've been staying on track with that, but it's been a very good, but again, it's, I think there's always this challenge as a product manager in general of managing multiple projects, uh, competing resources, uh, different stakeholders, (laughs) different opinions. And so understanding the culture and I happened to come in right when we were kicking off, like I think week two, we kicked off quarterly Mm. planning. So I kind of jumped right in because that's the type of person (laughs) that I am. And it's been good. It's been good. Um, I think one of the things that I like the most is that there's so many other product managers that I get to bounce ideas off of. So again, I went from a smaller company to a larger company. So if I have questions about processes or people or whatever it may be, documents, I have a mentor that I was set up with. And then there are at least three other Black product managers in the company, maybe one or two more. So I had never, ever worked with other black technical Mm. leaders, I will call it. Even as an engineer, I didn't work with any other black engineers, maybe one or two crossed my path. So that was, that was (laughs) different that, you know, I come in and I have this community of, uh, professionals that are doing the same thing that I'm doing. Yeah. That's that's awesome to hear. And definitely glad to hear that things are going well. And it sounds like the role is feeling like a good fit. So definitely super excited for you. Would love to just see if there are any learnings from going through this process that you would share to folks who may be just starting and and thinking about making that career change in the near future. Yeah. um, I would say it varies based on what you're transitioning from. Uh, 
I would say that if you're experienced, you might have to take a step back in order to move forward. Meaning if you're like a lead engineer or maybe a lead project manager, you might have to take a product manager level experience or even an associate product manager role in order to accelerate and move forward. Mm -hmm. So you have to be willing to maybe take that financial risk or cutback <laughs> Um, but I think what's most important is that you excel in what you do, because even as an engineer, even as a project manager, a business analyst, you have to understand your customers. You need to understand the data. You need to understand your strategic goals. So excel in what you do because your manager and other people are watching and they're not going to promote or recommend you for a transition if you're not excelling and being a rock star in what you do. Mm -hmm. And going back to finding an advocate, um, if you want to stay within your current company, find an advocate within that company, preferably a product leader that can really help to guide you and mentor you and might be willing to take a risk and assign you some small product management task in order for you to get your feet wet. Mm -hmm. um, and one of those things, especially coming from an engineering background is you can serve as a scrum master you can be a liaison for more technical projects to the product manager. Mm -hmm. And that's now that I'm thinking about it, when I first started off as an engineer, our product manager wasn't very technical. So she always had to have someone from the engineering team side by side with her because she just didn't understand it. Mm. And that's who I was. I was her partner. Right. I wasn't questioning her. I wasn't judging her. I didn't make her feel less than, but I was um, enhancing, you know, we were one. So finding opportunities to work hand in hand with product team members, join product discussions or product design discussions will help you, especially as a scrum master. Um, some of the most essential skills you need as a product manager is understanding how to prioritize, mm -hmm. how to make trade-offs, as well as documentation. We do a lot of writing, <laughs> believe yeah, it or not. Especially in this remote world. <laughs> especially in this yeah. remote world, yes. We do a lot of writing and you have to be able to clearly articulate your functional requirements to engineers so that they can implement it with fidelity. So find those opportunities. And then lastly, well, I guess there's two things. Join meetups because I said I met my mentor by attending a conference and again, getting uncomfortable and going to a virtual happy hour <laughs> at a virtual <laughs> conference. And really, she opened the opportunity and said, hey, I would love to give back and mentor. This is my experience. And I hopped on it. Right. Never had a mentor, formal mentor in my life. And it's been an outstanding relationship with her the past year. So just finding ways to meet people, network, read books, blogs, a lot of those foundational things and the frameworks you can find online. Um, you're not going to learn that in school. And then I think the other piece is understand what a product manager is, because so I feel like nowadays product management is a buzzword and everyone wants to do it. And a senior PM or above, if you go into an interview and you start talking about project management, they're clearly going to see that you're not qualified and you don't even know what the role is. 
And this goes back to my point about meeting with other people on the team. You really get a good understanding of how does that company define product management and how they fit into the team and how do they contribute? How do they work with the rest of the team? Are they more hands-off or more hands-off, right? Um, and you can figure out if that mm -hmm. works well for you. But I think really understanding, you know, what a product manager is and how it looks differently in different companies, different industries, and figuring out where there's a good match for your skills. Because if you are an expert in music, right, you understand music, it might be easier to get a product management job at Spotify, right? Or iTunes or Apple Music, companies that deal with music, if you really understand music, because that's already one piece of the puzzle is understanding your customers and understanding the product. And I could go on and on and on, but just know that, you know, I love what I do. So I'm constantly thinking about product. You know, when I interact with products on my phone, on the computer, in the world, physical products, software products, <laughs> I constantly have my product brain or product hat on and I'm analyzing it. Who are their competitors? <laughs> What's the user persona that they were targeting here? Am I that user persona? And then I'm giving them feedback, right? Like, can you send this to your product team? <laughs> um, you know, I'm reading about how other teams do product. So I think that if you want to transition into product, if you're constantly thinking about product decisions, product design, analyzing different products from that product perspective, as if you were the product manager, it will help to prepare you for those interviews. Perfect. That's filled with many gems in there in terms of things that folks can do. Uh, things that stood out to me regarding the role being different from place to place, that, that's definitely a key that I don't think a lot of people realize uh, until they really start interviewing, talking to different companies and getting deep that product looks very different from place to place in the process, the priorities, how teams work. You mentioned yes. being closer or further from engineering perspective, you may be very in the backlog or, or a little bit higher strategy focused. So I think that's a, a key thing to call out amongst the, all of the, the gems that you shared there. So do appreciate it. I was just going to add in there that, you know, understanding the structure of the team and the responsibility of the product manager. If you go into an interview and say, oh, I, I don't use Jira or, <laughs> you know, I don't prioritize the backlog, that wouldn't be immediate no. Hmm. Whereas in some companies, if you know that that team, they need someone to like, they define the product manager role as, you know, backlog grooming, writing epics, being, you know, very collaborative with engineers, mm -hmm. then you need to know that you don't want to say, I don't work in JIRA. <laughs> <laughs> because that will be a roadblock for you getting into that particular role. So understanding the team structure and the expectations and how the product manager fits into the larger piece of the puzzle is really important. Definitely. Well, this has been awesome, Tanya. I do appreciate you taking the time to 
give an overview of your path to product, your recent transition. Uh, I hope that it helps to inspire some others who are thinking about it, considering it, maybe they're not sure, maybe they'll start down that path and wish you continued success on your journey. All right, thank you for having me, appreciate it. That wraps up another episode of Black Epics. Thanks for listening. I'd love to know what you thought about this episode on Twitter. Please give us a follow at Black Epics and let us know your thoughts. Are there any topics you'd like to hear in future episodes? Let me know. All right. That's all, folks. Take care, y'all.